Hey y'all, Walls here, finally back with an episode of, of uh, uh, Walls Cast Music Club. I think this is episode 5. Got a few songs to add to the playlist. Shout out to those who suggested the tracks. And you know, before this week, I didn't even know what an upchurch is. Let's go! All right, let's get into it. Our first suggestion is Tom Sawyer by Rush. This was actually requested to me by two separate people uh, last week, and those people are actually decades apart when it comes to their ages, so I think that's, uh, that's pretty cool. It shows how timeless the, uh, the Rush experience is. The student that suggested the song told me that he really digs uh, Neil Peart as a drummer. I don't think any music fan or rock and roll fan would disagree with uh, the statement that Neil Peart is one of the best drummers, if not the best drummer of all time. Uh, I had a good time researching Rush uh, for this episode. They're one of those bands that I've always known about, and I've always heard their stuff on the radio, like on Rock 103 growing up in Memphis, but I didn't really get into them. Uh, so in my research, I, I found some stuff that I thought was pretty cool. It's pretty cool that Pert actually changed up his drumming styles from time to time, and he even played with the fat end of the stick, uh, and he, you know, he kind of credited that for his innovative drum style and the fact that his drumming just had a little more oomph to it. Uh, than than what he felt like he would have gotten otherwise. Uh, so I guess that shows he wasn't. You know, even though he was an established drummer, he wasn't afraid to change things up, to experiment, to try new stuff, uh, and that obviously worked out for him and uh, and his, his bandmates. Uh, the other person I spoke to about Rush pointed out how interesting the lyrics are, uh, and that they're rooted in high fantasy literature like Tolkien and stuff. So even Rush is a even though Rush is like a rock and roll band, the the lyrics are about big and weighty themes and storytelling. Um, and I, I, I don't know, I, I started like, you know, I guess Rush is one of those bands where I've always like heard the songs, but I've never really paid attention to the lyrics. I don't know. So uh, yeah, I had a really good time uh, jamming to some Rush, getting ready for this episode. I'm going to add the song Spirit of the Radio. Uh, that was also a suggestion. Uh, and that's a fun song. I, the, the vibe I get from that one is basically it's about like, you know, it's just kind of an ode to turning on the radio and jamming to good tunes. Uh, so there we go. There's our there's our rush block of the episode. Rest in peace, Neil Pert, and uh, get out there and listen to some rush, y'all. Okay, our next suggestion uh, comes from a student. And now, uh, disclaimer. Here's a disclaimer for you guys. Um, this episode, this, this podcast is about like specific songs that are uh, suggested by students and faculty and staff and I don't know anybody, the community at large. And uh, I listen to them, and that's fine. I, so any song that I recommend for you guys, uh, based on student suggestions or someone's suggestions or my suggestions, I can't speak for the rest of the uh, the uh, the artists or individuals or bands catalog. So uh, a student suggested that I talk about or listen to or add "Living for the Moment" by one Ryan Upchurch. Now, I've heard people in the building mention Upchurch before. Uh, but I'd never actually listened to Upchurch. So I searched him on YouTube, and uh, I listened to this song first, Living for the Moment, and to me, I get, I get kind of uh, just normal country song vibes, I guess. You know, like it, it sounds, uh, you know, like st a lot of the stuff that I'm familiar with when, when I think of country music, when I listen to country music, uh, when I do. Uh, but I, I found a lot of other stuff by Upchurch that is not like this song. It's different. And uh, I gotta say, um, well, what do I gotta say? Okay, here's what I will say about Upchurch. Um, he, uh, with this song in particular, Living for the Moment, uh, I, I get the vibe. Basically, his, his, the message he's preaching to me is, you know, 
focus on the now. Don't get caught up in the past or the future. You know, enjoy life as it comes, and and, and you know, make make the choices you make and live with them. And and I, I get that. I get that vibe. Uh, what I take away from my overall up church experience uh, today and this week is uh, that he came up through YouTube, right? And he's a local guy. He's from Tennessee. From he says he's from Nashville, the six one five. Um, you know, in, in, you know, Nashville's cool and all, but you know, I, I got to rep the nine hundred one there. Anyways, uh, so he came up um, basically, from what I can tell, on YouTube, and that's got to be tough. Um, and so I've, I've watched a few of his videos. I, I get the vibe that he's used to doing this stuff on his own, and I see he's kind of calling out country music. He wants the genre to kind of get back to its roots. Uh, but the funny thing is, to me anyways, is he's using YouTube to get his stuff out there. So that's kind of a cool juxtaposition. He's, he's talking about and, and wanting to honor the old ways of a genre of music that is uh, you know, all about that history and tradition while not being afraid to jump on you know, different tech platforms and, and market his music in ways that would not you know, I just I, I'm trying to imagine like Johnny Cash or Merle Haggard coming up, in the industry and focusing on you know like YouTube or something, I just don't get that vibe from them. So I do think it's interesting that he's 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 calling for a more old school approach to country music, and at the same time he is embracing new technology and stuff to get his market or to reach his market to brand himself. Um, so that's, that's pretty uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, that's a message to you guys, right? You know, all you need is a a phone, maybe a tripod or a a gimbal and and a, and a laptop and an internet connection, and uh, you guys can do some pretty cool stuff. Okay, so that's the that's the stuff I got from students and faculty, and uh, here's the stuff that I have been jamming to lately. Now, I've got to bring this one up because I think in a previous episode, maybe the previous episode, I brought up how dope saxophones can be when you don't expect to hear them, like on a rock song or in a, uh, on a metal, uh, metal song. So I'm going to add a song called The Silent Life by Rivers of Nile. Now, it's not Nile like the Nile River. It's N-I-H-I-L. Now, if Rush isn't an example of like high fantasy lyricism and progressive rock and roll, these guys are kind of like the metal version of that. So this track comes from the album Where Owls Know My Name, and lyrically the album is about the last man on Earth, and it's got some pretty deep themes to it, uh, so it kind of fits with our storytelling theme of the episode. But a big reason I put it on the list is the absolutely wicked saxophone work that comes in about halfway through the track. Now, this is technical, death metal, uh, you know, if you like Rush, though, if you like uh, big, epic, storytelling song craft, give this track a listen, uh, you know, and you really do got to listen to the first three minutes or so um, uh, to really appreciate when that saxophone kicks in, because it's just so smooth. Uh, yeah, cool. All right, now I'm going to add a song called Arrows by a band uh, called Red Fang. It's kind of a counterpoint. This song is very just straightforward, fuzzed-out rock and roll. Like, it's, it's, you know, it's not pretentious. It's not trying to be anything big and fancy. It's just well-written, uh, tightly constructed rock and roll. And uh, they're a funny group of guys. Um, they don't take themselves very seriously at all as a band. Uh, the video that goes along with this track is fun. It's basically them kind, kind of doing a, a dude-perfect impression uh, with a samurai sword. Uh, so yeah, check that out if you're into into that kind of stuff. Uh, and I think I think they also kind of get into the storytelling thing. I was looking at some of their merch uh, lately. I think this new album that's coming out called Arrows um, is gonna be uh, it's gonna be a story. It's gonna be a concept album because the lyrics make me think it's gonna tell a story. And some of the new merch that's coming out um, 
is D&D themed, Dungeons and Dragons themed. So, of course, that's all about narrative and, and that kind of stuff. So maybe that's kind of a, one of our themes here is we're talking about bands that are big into uh, not just writing songs, but writing stories. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, another theme that I, I was thinking about when I was listening to all these is, you know, you, you got, um, oh, what do you got? Um, Neil Peart kind of choosing his own destiny. He, he plays the drums differently than other people. He, he uses the wrong end of the stick. He does things his own way, and is successful there. You've got this upchurch dude who has made a career for himself, not like in the traditional, like, you play some stuff in a local place, a, a record label sees you, and, and the record label basically, like, births your career. He had his own thing going and was able to kind of shop himself around two record labels. Uh, so he, he, he did his own thing. He made a, a name for himself. Uh, the dudes in Rivers of Nihil came, uh, they had one of the best metal records of the year, I think it was 2018 when that came out, and you don't usually associate technical death metal with saxophones, with smooth jazz, but they did it, they put a saxophone on there, and that worked out for them, and uh, the boys in Red Fang are not afraid to look goofy in a genre of music where everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people try very hard to look so serious and take it very seriously, you know, they're just, they're just out there to have fun, and it's working for them, and I'm an English teacher, so we got to connect it to literature, we are reading The Tragedy of Julius Caesar in class right now, and the line that I want to point out, this one always speaks to me when I read it, is it's said by Cassius in the play, men sometimes are the masters of their fate, the fault, dear Brutus, is not in our stars, but in ourselves, that we are underlings. Of course, in that particular context, they are talking about murdering uh, Caesar, who is the emperor of Rome, or the, the, the very shortly soon-to-be king of Rome, whatever. Anyway, so, yeah, we're not talking about murder here, but, you know, there's this idea that, you know, the, our destiny is not written in the stars. It's written by us every day, by the choices that we make. So, go out there, be creative, make stuff happen, listen to awesome music, and don't forget to tell me about it so I can put it on the playlist. Until next time, guys, be safe. Be kind, and be nice to your neighbors. Walls out.